Welcome back to your Daily Dose, it's me, Nick. When you finish a project and you want honest feedback, who do you go to? When you doubt if you're doing the right thing or if you can do it well, who's that person you're texting? And that's what today's episode is about, finding that right critic. And it started because I wasn't sure I'm in the right role in the podcasting game. So I had to talk about it with none other than Bob. Enjoy. I've been doing a couple of podcasts where I'm either just producing or or that sort of thing, like not necessarily taking the lead role. Yeah. And I wonder if I'm better at that because I can just come in, give an opinion and then get out and like look at it a different way than the people who are doing the interview can look yeah. at it. Because I feel like there's there's two types of interviewers, right? There's mm-hmm. the person who wants to be the center of attention. That's me. Um, more so like if, like the interviews that you're talking about doing with the, for the central Florida expressway expressway authority, right? I'm interviewing people for the community paper Yeah, and I don't need to be part of that interview. Yeah. You really can't as a journalist. Yeah. I'm just trying to get the information out of you, but there are people who are like, they want to be celebrity interviewers. And if you want to be a fan of theirs, especially in the podcasting world, if you want fans consistently, then you have to be the star. Because you're going to have a different guest on each week. Right. Although, no, think of like Terry Gross, though, okay? Because you have some pretty good people. Well, and that's just it. You, I think what you're so great at is making other people look good. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, we have a concept in the improv world called second support. And it says, we're doing a scene, and then the person on the sideline who's watching the whole scene, listening to the audience's response, coming up with ideas in their mind, when they know they can add something of value or turn the scene to make it better, they step in. And the best second support people never step in until that moment where they know I'm bringing value and you're really good at that but you can also carry the lead what you contribute is fun and funny even though I verbally eclipse you sometimes because I'm so verbose the reality is what you contribute is awesome full content you don't I don't have to be here you would you would have a following just as a, a solo podcaster See, I don't know, but maybe I should just try that. Maybe I should just write a script and then just try that. Why not? And see, I don't know that I'd ever like it. Well, work with your friends. You don't have to. You don't have to do it alone. Just yeah. you need to be the talent. You need to be. You need to be that central person. And, and I, I really would love to push you in this direction. Here's why. I think this is the intersection of all of your stuff. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's you with with all of the talents that you have as a maker, the talents that you have as a podcast, the talents you have as a radio show host. I mean, the technical talents that you bring to the table. You have a lot of stuff that you could literally just sit there and talk to the world about what you know, and they would find value in it. So let me ask you this. So obviously, there's a lot of people in my life with knit colored glasses like you. (laughs) And they would tell me it's great no matter what I do. I, I would so, not, though. I would you, not. Yes, you you would. I would not. Here's the thing. I People get this wrong all the time about me. I tell you the truth. If I can find the positive side of that truth, I'm going to tell you that. Okay. But I tell you the truth. Ask my improv students. I'm like, I'm not brutally honest. I'm kindly honest, but I'm honest. Oh, now and I'm I'll, scared of your class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell you what I see. So, so I, I know okay, there are a lot so, of us who love you. and But we, I should find some people who hate me, too. <laughs> no, you so, like, just send this podcast unsolicited to people who have had bad experiences with me at work, who I've broken up with um, in terrible ways. 
that sort of thing. Yeah, that's like the uh, the whole concept that Abe Lincoln did with his cabinet, right? Team of rivals. I'm going to pull out everyone who had a problem with me in, onto my team, and then you get the benefit of their naysaying and they're dragging you down and weighing you down and nigh. I look at it, it as keeping like, your enemies closer. I like. Well, here's. I think you're much like my son Sam. <laughs> Actually, that's a, the best reason to do that. Yeah, uh, and that is that. In order for you to take praise seriously, there has to be some criticism involved with it. Um, If I were just to say to you, you're wonderful, I love you, you're fantastic, you would reject it outright. If I would say to you... that's gross. Don't ever say that to me. But if I were to say to you, look, you're obviously flawed. You you know something, you have some challenges, you don't think like other people, and sometimes that interferes with your ability to think, but I really enjoy the ideas that come out of you. You'd accept that more because you're like, oh, it was all prefaced with conditions, and, and here's the thing. This is the same guy who loves frosting. And I'm just suggesting, eat the frosting. Eat the frosting. Eat the frosting. Okay? Without the cake? You don't need you just cake. Just out of the jar. Yeah, well, this is you. You're like, I, I can't have the frosting unless I have some poop with it. So, and I'm just saying. No, I like cake. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I don't need Okay, maybe I went a little extreme with the <laughs> poop, but. So there. Anyways, I just think that that's it. And my daughter is very different. My daughter's like me, which is, you didn't even offer a compliment, but I got one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a friend who told me that I'm pro-annoyed. I'm like, what a, what's prone? I never heard that word before. She goes, well, I just made it up for you. The people are paranoid to think that nobody likes them, and you're pro-annoyed. You think everybody likes you. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll take that. Guess what? They may not, but I get to go through life feeling like they do. I feel 100%. like I win. Yeah. I win. Yeah. Deluded people, sometimes they win. Yeah. <laughs> Make that into a bumper sticker. Hi, gang. It's Bob. If you remember nothing more from today's podcast, remember, eat the frosting. It comes from my knowledge that Nick's favorite part of having cake is eating the frosting. Eat the frosting is a mantra that reminds us all to enjoy our favorite parts of everything. Things we eat, places we go, things we do, people we meet. Eat the frosting. That's all for this dose, my friends. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.